on episode 413 of Nintendo Switchcraft. Way to go, Reggie. Breath of the Wild 2, 64. Stardew Valley's Ditches Chucklefish. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, look. Hey, listen. Hello, this is Crazy Legs from Billings, Montana, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. back to Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. I forgot to update, so I don't know which patron it is today. I'm sorry. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp and leave a voicemail like you heard at the beginning of the show by going to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. We had a giveaway on Saturday, and the winner of that giveaway for the $10 eShop gift card was T.F. Wagner. He's been supporting for a very long time, so uh, that's awesome. And uh, we're going to do another giveaway soon, but it's, it's not going to be this weekend. So I will let you know when. If you want to know how to join to get access to those giveaways, Go to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway, and uh, you'll get all the information that you require right over there. With all that being said, let's jump right into the news. Super Mario, one, two, and three. There's power in numbers. Nintendo, now you're playing with power. Each game sold separately. All right, well, Mr. fils he was the president of Nintendo of America for a very long time, or CEO was a CEO or pre- I'm pretty sure he was president of Nintendo of America for a very long time and he is I mean this guy was a walking meme machine everything that he did was charming and funny and awesome and I I just love that he was the face of Nintendo for a long time he he had a really great sense of humor and he never took himself too seriously and you could you could tell by the little videos that they made for uh, for Mr. Fizeme, uh, for instance, the time they turned him into a clay claymation uh, robot that could zap people from the audience for hassling him with his eyeballs, or when he got turned into, gosh, uh, like a fuzzy Star Fox character uh, with Mr. Miyamoto and Mr. Iwata. Uh, Mr. Fizeme is just awesome, and of course, uh, he is now being in- introduced, inducted. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. He's being inducted into the International Video Game Hall of Fame, and uh, he was also awarded the Walter Day Lifetime Achievement Award, which is just really awesome. He he made an acceptance video for his induction. I'm not going to uh, play that right now. If you want to check that out. Go to runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 413, and I have a link to the uh, appropriate places uh, there. But congratulations to Reggie uh, for that. He's just an awesome guy. And I did uh, tweet at him once on Twitter. Well, I don't know how else I would have tweeted at him. But I tweeted at him once on Twitter, and I said, hey, it would be amazing now that you're 
uh, retired if I could interview you. And I never heard back, of course, because he's a very important dude and uh, very busy in teaching uh, at Cornell, I think. It's his alma mater, if I remember correctly. And he's he's teaching there now uh, business stuff. But he's just an awesome guy. And, uh, you know, as far as it just couldn't, this kind of thing couldn't have happened to a better guy. And I'm looking at the picture right now of his acceptance. And you can see the amiibo of both him. Uh, well, actually, it looks like Mr. Miyamoto and Mr. Iwata on the shelf behind him, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, the, oh, oh my gosh, he even has the claymation style uh, Reggie fils thing that attacked the, the the guy that I just talked about with their laser eyes. He's got that on the shelf behind him as well. Uh, <laughs> he's got a bunch of memes of himself behind him. What an awesome dude. I'm just very happy for Reggie, and uh, it definitely is deserved for him to get that. Uh, let's talk about something that is uh, not official or anything like that, but somebody is brilliant, and they did something amazing. And Jay on Twitter sent me this message. They said, hey, Bill, check out this amazing fan trailer. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what to expect. So I clicked on it, and oh my God, this thing is amazing. Somebody went through, and they recreated Breath of the Wild 2's little... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, the the trailer that we saw at the end of that Nintendo Direct was it last year? It wasn't. It wasn't last year. It wasn't last year, was it? Really? It was a while ago, anyway. Uh, and they recreated it using the um, uh, Ocarina of Time engine on the N64, and it just looks awesome. Jay Harley 17 says maybe it was E3. I think you're right about that, Jay Harley. I, I, my brain is having trouble remembering when things are. Uh, but they went through and recreated the whole damn trailer using this. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of work that it took to create this thing. But it is so cool. And it kind of makes me want to play Ocarina of Time again. Uh, and that's a game I've played many, many times. It's it's one of my favorite games of all time. I still have very fond memories of uh, finishing that game for the first time. When it came out, I was stationed in Hawaii. And I bought an N64 and Mario 64. And for my birthday or for Christmas, I can't remember which, my mother had picked up uh, the gold cartridge uh, of of the uh, of Ocarina of Time and mailed it to me for e either my birthday or, or Christmas I can't remember and I remember I was I was gonna be out of the army soon uh, but oh so it, pro it was probably Christmas uh, when it when it uh, was sent to me because I got out of the army uh, in May. And so I was playing that game and I was, of course, you know, super busy um, being a soldier and having tons of extra money because I had no financial responsibilities at all and I was making a lot of money. So we were partying like a lot. So I didn't spend a lot of time playing video games at that point, but I still did really enjoy playing Zelda 
And it wasn't until I had gotten home and I was uh, over at my brother's house and uh, my brother and it was, was married and his wife and one of her friends had gone to go see Phantom of the Opera in Toronto. And he and I were hanging out at the house consuming some adult beverages back in the days when I used to consume lots of adult beverages and we were playing Zelda and we were basically passing that controller back and forth trying to get make our way down the um the tower uh at the end <clears throat> excuse me at the end of the game and i remember when we finally finished the game we were like jumping up and down and cheering we were so happy and his uh, his wife and uh, her friend walk in and and we're like blathering at them about how excited we are that we had finished this game. And it was just just a really wonderful memory. And it like just seeing the art of this uh, Breath of the Wild 264. Uh, <laughs> I love how at the end of this, it says uh, a sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 64 is not in development. That's hilarious. But uh, just seeing this art style makes me want to play that game again. And I have to say, the 3DS is an amazing system. Not a lot of people, well, okay, I almost said not a lot of people have it. But what I meant, what I what I was meaning to say is not a lot of people still use it, myself included. I've got a, a, a 3DS sitting on the shelf behind me someplace. I think it's right there, all right? But uh, it's sitting on the shelf behind me. And um, it, it's a really good system, and it has some really good games on it. And one of the best games that is on that system is Ocarina of Time. It is an amazing port. Uh, I think it was Grezzo. I, I could be remembering the name wrong. But Grezzo, I think, is the company that did that port. And they did such a phenomenal job, and the game looks fantastic in 3D. I may throw that that uh, system in my backpack and load it up again and play it when I'm out and about. I know the Switch is portable. I really don't take it with me when I go places. I use it in the house a lot. Like in different rooms, I use it, you know, if I'm downstairs and my son's watching TV and I'm sitting with him and I'll, I'll play a game. Or when I'm sitting in bed and my wife is reading or she's watching a show that she likes, I might play on the the Switch. But whenever I go places, I really don't bring the Switch with me because it's a little too big. Of course, there's the Switch Lite, but then I can't capture footage from my Switch from my wife's Switch Lite, so that's not really something that I'm interested in using. So I, I think that I might actually throw that in my bag and start taking it with me, and maybe I'll take another crack at Ocarina of Time. I've already beat that game like three times. And if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know that that is pretty amazing for me because I I never even beat games once. Most of the time, I play a game and then I get distracted by something shiny and I never go back to that game. Uh, or when I do go back to that game, my memory is kind of rough and I can't remember what I was doing or how to play the right way, so I feel like I need to start over, so I'll start over and... I'll get to about the same place and something else just will distract me and I won't ever make any progress. Uh, so that's, that's a game 
that I've beat multiple times, and that's just, that's a testament to how fantastic it is. Uh, kind of the same with Breath of the Wild. That's an amazing game that I've finished multiple times, and it's just so damn good. Uh, but hey, what are you going to do? It's Zelda. Zelda is amazing. And I, I'm kind of meandering around here because I don't have a lot to talk about on the show today. I did see somebody post the other day on Twitter, and I should have like saved it, although it wasn't really Nintendo-related. But what they posted was that, oh, they said, when I'm president of video games, I love I love the, the tweet. It was very funny. But they said, when I'm pres- president of video games, all games will have I'm an adult mode. And in that mode, every time you boot up the game, it will say... Uh, hey, do you want a recap of the story and uh, to play the tutorial again before you get into the game so that you can understand what you got to do and where you were going and what you were doing since last time? And I was like, yeah, you got my vote, dude, because that sounds fantastic. Because I, every time I play a game, it's like, I don't remember what I was doing. You guys know me. I've got goldfish memory. I don't remember anything fr- like from one day to the next. Like, uh, a friend of mine was asking me today uh, where I was in Zelda Link's Awakening. And I said, well, I, I did two dungeons the other day, but I don't remember which dungeons they were. So I'm either on six or seven or maybe eight. I can't remember. And, and I did those dungeons two days ago. It, it might actually be yesterday. I can't remember now. Um, it was recently. I just I don't retain information like that. Anyway. Uh, that being said, let's uh, let's move on. We're going to take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Stardew Valley, a uh, little tiny story there, and a uh, reason for you to hide your wallets. Stick around. Stardew Valley is no longer published by Chucklefish. Uh, Eric Barone, who is the creator of Stardew Valley, he spent five years working on that game. Uh, and then when they brought it to Nintendo Switch, uh, he, he spent five years working on that game alone, mind you. Like, Stardew Valley was made by one dude on his own, which is a a very, very impressive feat uh, to, to accomplish. So well done to him, especially as well-received as this game was. Um, so, uh, Eric Barone made a post recently, uh, basically telling everybody what role did Chucklefish have in making Stardew Valley. And basically he said the only thing that they really did was they hired out one programmer to help Eric with the multiplayer patch and everything else has been just him. And, uh, I'm not sure if the reason that, that this is happening is because of the allegations that are coming at Stardew or um, um, Chucklefish or not, but they decided to part ways. Um, I don't know, sometime last month. Uh, so this was posted on the Stardew Valley website. They said, just a heads up, everyone. Starting today, I will begin self-publishing Stardew Valley on Nintendo Switch. That means that I will now have full responsibility for any and all matters concerning Stardew Valley on the Switch. So if you have any comments or inquiries about the Switch version, please send them directly to me. And uh, so I I loaded up Stardew Valley. Well, it was already installed on my Switch, but I grabbed uh, my Switch 
and started up Stardew Valley. And I was curious, is the Chucklefish thing still going to be there? And it is, or at least it was this morning. And um, I went into the eShop to see if it is still says published by Chucklefish. And as of this morning, it was as well. And right now I'm going to um, Nintendo's website to look at the... Um, uh, at the eShop there to see if it says who the publisher is. And no, it is. it no longer says that. So if you go to Nintendo's website, Stardew Valley, you scroll down for 15 bucks, guys, by the way, 15 bucks. That's a wonderful price for that game. It's so good. Uh, but you, you keep scrolling down and it says uh, publisher, concerned ape, developer, concerned ape. Uh, and up until today, it, it did not say that this morning when I checked. So I'll bet you that there is probably a little tiny update to Stardew Valley, which removes that little splash screen at the beginning of the game. So somebody might ask, Bill, what is the, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? What is the uh, allegations that have been levied at Chucklefish? Apparently, there is something about them engaging in abusive labor practices I read about it and I was like, well, okay, it, it has something to do with like people in the community were hired to do a job and then they went above and beyond on that job and then they were upset that they didn't get paid for going above and beyond. And I I guess I don't know how I feel about that. And I, I again, this was a cursory like glance this morning. Um... <laughs> Joel Me 24 in chat says, confirmed, chuckled fish, no longer in charge of distributing cocaine. Uh, yeah, because this is a very addictive game. Uh, oh, gosh, I got distracted by Joel Mead. I don't remember what the heck I was talking about. It doesn't matter. There's, there's, there are allegations against Chucklefish, and it seems like when I what I read today, again, cursory glance this morning before I went to work, I could see it from both sides. Uh, how both sides could feel about this. So it's it's uh, not as bad as it sounds when somebody says uh, allegations of abusive labor practices. Uh, or maybe it is. Maybe I don't have all of the information. But that's not really what you came here for. I just thought it was interesting that this guy is taking over uh, his game again and self-publishing it. In fact, the only platform where he's not uh, self-publishing is on mobile platforms. So... Uh, there you go. Uh, you're going to have to hide your wallets, people. Are you ready? You're ready to hide your wallets? I know I said $15 for um, for Stardew Valley is a really good deal, but Nintendo Life posted, oh man, it's a good thing I already own all of these games because otherwise I'd be spending some money right now. I wouldn't be spending very much because this is a really good deal. Steam World games are now on sale on the Nintendo Switch up to 70% off in North America. If you're not in North America, I'm sorry. Uh, but Steam World Dig, you can get for $3. Steam World Dig 2, you can get 50% off for $10. That game is a must buy. Steam World Dig 2 is a must buy. Wonderful game, by the way. One of the few games that I beat. I beat that game because it is so damn good. Uh, SteamWorld Heist Ultimate Edition. Uh, well, actually, let's go back. SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2, those games are Metroidvania-style games. I'm going to... Uh, and then SteamWorld Heist, uh, that is a... I'm trying to remember. SteamWorld Heist is a turn-based strategy game 
kind of like Mario plus Rabbids, like the way that you take your turns, but from a two-dimensional perspective, if that makes sense. And that's a really good game. That is 70% off for $6. And then SteamWorld Quest Hand of Gilgamesh is $18.74. It is 25% off. Uh, That game is a traditional JRPG mixed with a card battling system. It's really, really good. If you want to buy every SteamWorld game, and I think you probably should, uh, you can get the whole thing for, uh, let's see, we got 18, 28, um, 20, 30, 32 for $32. You get four games. If you want to buy all of them, uh, these are on sale until 10 October when the prices will go back up. So you only have three days to get in on this. These are really, really good deals. And uh, Joel Me 24 says, a Steamroll Dig 2 at the $10 is for sure a no-brainer. Absolutely. The humor in these games is great. The art style is fantastic. And overall, they're just so damn fun. And every single one, well, Steamroll Dig and Steamroll Dig 2 are like a continuation without a doubt. But Heist and Quest and the Dig series, those three games, because uh, I'm, I'm counting Dig and Dig 2 as one game, those three games are all different game styles but they all take place in the same universe they all have the same ridiculously good art style and they all are really really well made with lots of polish so i i definitely recommend that you check those out one last story before we wrap up hey look at this a short episode today uh nintendo live is this um i i kind of like a, a conference that nintendo is was holding at the Kyoto International Conference Center uh, from October 13th to 14th. It may be canceled due to uh, just to ensure customer sa- uh, consumer safety. Uh, this has a lot to do with whether or not uh, Super Typhoon Hagibis uh, changes the course and heads towards Kyoto. Uh, if you don't know, uh, a typhoon is a hurricane. Uh, so that's what they call hurricanes over there. Or, um, yeah, that's what they call hurricanes over there. So it's the same thing as a hurricane, basically. Uh, if you want to be uh, po- up to like kept up to date on this, uh, whether or not it's going to be shut down, uh, I got this story from JapaneseNintendo.com, and they have a tag for Nintendo Live, which basically it says every single thing that's going to be... Uh, if they post anything on there, it's going to list uh, or, or be listed there. So if you go to JapaneseNintendo.com slash tag slash Nintendo dash live, uh, you will get updated. And if you want to go easier, just go runjumpstomp.com episode 413, and uh, you will be able to find that information there. And that is it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. We are actually getting out of here for, uh, pretty quickly. If you want to become a part of the community, join us over at Run Jump Stomp. Oh, gosh, I almost forgot. Uh, I have a tentative launch date for 143 pixels, which I haven't told anybody about yet. Like, there's still, like, I haven't really explained what it is, and I'm not going to explain yet. But I have a tentative launch date of November 5th. So I'm going to make, like, I'm going to be talking about it a lot to try and hype people up on it. 
and make sure everybody's downloading it once it's once it's up and ready and posted. Uh, so make sure you keep your ears peeled for that. Uh, that's November 5th, and that would be 143 pixels. I'm very, very excited about this show, uh, and I've been working my, my tail off on it. In fact, I will be recording seven episodes of it this week because I've got so many people interested in uh, coming to talk on the show. Uh, I'm really excited about that show. And if you want to know, if you want updates for that show, go to twitter.com slash, um, I got to make sure, one, four, three pixels, I think. Uh, let me let me make sure, twitter.com slash one, four, three pixels. Account suspended, that's not it. It's probably pixels, one, four, three. Pixels, one, four, three. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Twitter.com slash pixels143, and the logo is a picture of uh, an 8-bit Mario dude. Uh, so make sure that you guys follow me, uh, follow that show there, and uh, let's wrap up the show. Become a part of the community. Runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me through email at runjumpstomp at gmail.com or on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. This show is part of the giant-sized Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, there's a lot of ways to support the show. Some are free, some cost money, but uh, they're all awesome. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music that you are hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome, and I want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out with me here at the show. 